0: Coming up today on Locked on Texas Tech, we'll get ready for the college football playoff national title game and implications therein for the Big 12 Conference. Where does Chris Level's rooting interest lie? We'll get to that coming up and also getting to Texas Tech falling at home in overtime to the Oklahoma Sooners. Where was it between valiant shorthanded effort and total no-show at home against a bottom 12 basketball team in Oklahoma. We'll chop it up next on Locked On Texas Tech.
1: You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this
0: thing off right.
1: Raiders! Everything runs through love.
0: Thanks for joining us again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast network where it's your team every day on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts thanks for making us your first listen today's episode brought to you by linkedin jobs helping you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster so post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free today with linkedin jobs terms and conditions may apply Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan, and Chris, we really have no rest for the weary, which certainly Mark Adams and the Red Raiders are at this point. We'll spend some time today looking ahead to a road trip you got coming up with Tech Coops heading to Ames, Iowa. But unfortunately, heading to Ames, Iowa, still in search of their first conference win. OT goes from the USA on Saturday night in Lubbock, but they come up against Oklahoma, and man, it's dig down deep time
1: for that team right now. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, you know, I, I, I often say to you and, and everybody, keep hope alive, but man, it, it, it was hard to, it was hard to envision if you told me before this game that you weren't going to have Pop Isaacs, KJ Allen, uh, Daniel Bacho, and Robert Jennings for a half, okay, it, it's hard for me to envision a scenario to where you do take them to overtime, and and they almost have a chance to to win uh but it uh it, it was just disjointed uh you know I think you've got a lot of people in kind of different spots against Oklahoma and and, and you know it's crazy you mentioned going to Ames Iowa looking for your first conference win do you remember the game at Iowa State last year in basketball by chance vaguely okay so this was the game i want to say you had only six or seven available players because of injuries uh, okay, and, yeah. and a in a in a in a bunch of failed i guess covid tests uh and so guys weren't even allowed to <laughs> to travel and it's like i mean we, we saw k j allen play about fifteen twenty minutes and that was the most we'd seen him all of last year uh and so it's just like i'm like is this like groundhog day however you 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 had a really stable and and good team. <laughs> Last year, I still think you're just trying to figure out who in the heck you are right now. Uh, and and it was just – but, yeah, you're 0-3, man, and two of your home games are over with now. And, and you just look up, and it's just – this league is just a monster. And it, it just – it concerns me if you can't get it figured out quickly because if you don't, you're going to be looking so far up at the standings, it's just going to be difficult to try to – you know, re- regroup from that, or you're going to have to like go on a-, a lengthy winning streak, you know, to kind of compensate here for uh, some of these games. But, uh, but, the- but they, they, they fought at times. They played good defense at times, Casey, they hit shots at times, but there was too many times where it's just defensive lapses where you're just giving up open threes or a wide open layup, or you just simply can't score. And, You've got guys either afraid to shoot it, uh, uncomfortable with doing that, or just can't get a shot off, and that's not a good recipe. No,
0: not at all. And I was wondering if you could kind of tell me where to land on this scale that it seems like I'm experiencing as a Tech fan, and I'm hearing from other Tech (laughs) fans in digesting that game because it seems like it goes somewhere from – Short-handed effort, I guess. To man, that was a no-show against a bad team in your own building. Maybe it was some of all of the above. I don't know. But where do you kind of, kind of fit in what you saw Saturday night on that kind of scale?
1: Yeah, it it, it was. Uh, it just seemed disjointed. I think is the best way to put it. And I think it, at times it looks like you know maybe hey you're not playing with all kinds of effort or there's a and Mark said it after the game we have too many times where guys just forget their assignment on defense or or whatever it may be and there's a couple of uh out of you know like out of timeout situations toward the late the game where you don't get a lot done i mean there there was one with uh Lamar Washington where it looks like it, there's about 10 seconds left to go looks like he's going to you're down 3 it looks like he's trying to to pass it into the post it gets tipped you don't even get a shot off you know, there's just some, some things like that, but this is part of, of youth. Uh, and again, this is, this was Texas tech's choice to go young here. Uh, so, uh, but it's just, uh, I mean, I, I think what I've, what I've gathered here with this team is that you, you can squeeze uh, a lot out of them, but I'm just not sure how much is there. Okay. To squeeze. And, that's the hard part because it's like at this point, Demarion Williams, it's just, I don't know if you can count on him in a big spot. Now he does hit a big three at the end of the game. Kerwin Walton has just been a, you know, and I'm not trying to be mean. It's just like, he just hasn't done a whole lot at all. And then, and then you go to Elijah Fisher and it's no. like, okay, you, you see the talent, but you're looking off into the future. Cause this is the big 12 and, and there are teams that are desperate and, they're scouting you, and they're going to pick you apart. And even Lamar Washington, you know, ha- has his moments where it looks really good, and then other times where it looks like he's a freshman still trying to figure some things out. Robert Jennings had some bright spots uh, last night, but so so ultimately, what I'm saying is, when you don't have Pop, who I think has shown you quite a bit, and when you don't have Bacho, who we know what he's capable of, it's just where does it come from? You're trying to squeeze water out of a rock. Well, where? Well, you know, other than O'Banner and Harmon, where does it come from? I think Jalen Tyson picked the a, picked a night just to have a really, really bad game. He just really, really struggled and just didn't – just wasn't his best game. And we've seen him where he's played well, uh, but he was one of eight and just didn't have it. And it was a night where his team desperately needed him to have it or something close to it just because he just gave you not, not a whole lot on offense. And he – He really needed to give you something on offense, but it just it just wasn't there. It wasn't his night. But you're only going to get so many opportunities here. And you've got 15 regular season games left and you've got to get this thing turned and turned in a hurry. Yeah, that was
0: really just poor timing for Tyson to shoot the way uh, that he did within Mm -hmm. that game. I know he's a much better shooter than that, but man, a really bad night. Uh, to not be able to hit water if he fell out of a boat, and even after the rough night, one shot would have been nice, in particular in a big moment, way late. So uh, it could have gone either way. We know that, but that was that was just some rough timing for. A, I know that's a much better shooter than me.
1: It yeah, it's it's just you know, and and I, I think they they gave him a chance. I, th- I think when you, you you mentioned that shot uh, at the end of uh, regulation. And I, I think it—I think that's when it was. But it, you knew that Oklahoma was likely to focus on O'Banner and Harmon because that's really who provided most of the offense. And and so, you know, like, okay, one of these guys is likely to be open. That's what we said on the broadcast, man. Whoever – the other three guys, whoever it was that was in there, is likely going to have an open look. And sure enough, I mean, it, it, it was JT and it just <laughs> – he just didn't have he just didn't have it last night uh, or or whatever night it was against uh, uh Oklahoma but he just didn't have it and so uh it, it was just uh it was just one of those things man and it it just the margin for error for this team really 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 small and i'm concerned that you may play Iowa State with no pop Isaacs uh or uh daniel bacho um so that's that's what mark adams uh, basically said and and possibly kj allen i mean so let me give you a quick update on what, what we know here on, on those three players. But first, today's episode brought to you by LinkedIn
0: Jobs. As a small business owner or hiring manager for a business, you know success this year on the team members you surround yourself with. And that's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs, where you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently. Matching open roles roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve your goals. Identify the most qualified candidates on LinkedIn Jobs and connect with them fast and for free. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find those candidates, so post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedoncollege. That's linkedin.com. Post your job for free with LinkedIn Jobs. Terms and conditions apply
1: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team
0: every day.
1: I mean, so let me give you a quick update on what, what we know here on, on those three players. Mark Adams says KJ Allen, lower leg issue. It's either groin or hamstring, something along those lines. Soft tissue either way. Maybe a bit. He's like, it's not bad, but it may take a bit. Is a bit a week? Uh, just Is that just the one game? Is it a couple of weeks? I don't know. So there's that one. Pop Isaacs, you know, he's posted on all of his social media. He has a concussion. He was not there yesterday or against uh, the, the when the Oklahoma uh, was in town. And, uh, you know, he's wearing sunglasses on a social media post. I believe he's in protocol. So it's uh, up to, you know, doctors to kind of, you know, the, the, it's kind of out of tech's hands in some ways. It's like he's got to go through a, uh, the protocol. And then Bacho's got a big old, bandage on his hand, uh, where, where he's dislocated his finger. And Mark Adams says, we may be, this may be kind of what we take to to Iowa state. And so it may, it may not include pop Isaacs or, or Daniel Bocchio or KJ Allen. So yeah, just hold on. Uh, and that's it. That's a ranked, uh, Iowa state team that, that is, uh, has not lost in the big 12 yet. And so they're going to be, that's going to be a sold out crowd. And it's, uh, you know, lion's den meat necklace question mark. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> is there anything
0: <laughs> extra to read into uh, you? You mentioning pop Isaac's doing all the, the speaking on social media about the injury. Is there any foggy area? Like, is he concussed? Or is it a player that thinks he's concussed? I just traumatized by Adam James sunglasses. Am I making too much? No, others?
1: I, I, I think there was a yeah, the the school <laughs> indicates the, you know before the game uh on Saturday night that there was a a head injury and I believe when you put that okay. together with what Pop Isaacs is basically telling you um I, I yeah and he wasn't there which okay. you know I think makes sense under the bright lights and all these things and so I'm just putting his dad was there at the game uh you know sitting uh you know Hey uh, in Number the 1 uh, Twitter row. follow 2023 baby <laughs> It's an, it's an interesting uh, follow. Mr. Isaacs is uh, uh, very entertaining. Uh, there was a tweet at the end of... Uh, From one I man guess, that loves uh,
0: Lubbock to another.
1: Yeah. Zorro. Uh, I'll just say that to you. Uh, if, if you go find his Twitter account, of Zorro, and I, I'll... I mean, blew my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. That's right. He's a hoot, man. He's a hoot. But... But that's that's what I yeah. believe is the case, and so uh, you know you just have to kind of weather the storm a bit, and then because I do think if if you have you're not real deep, I think that they they've got to figure that part out. Like or even looking ahead to next year, I mean, Kyron Lindsey is now official, uh, the the Georgia transfer. He would be playing and playing big minutes right now for you if he was eligible right now. Uh I'm not even I wouldn't even rule him out as a potential starter if if he was if he was playing for you right now. And so that that says a lot to me about kind of what what your depth looks like. Uh and I think uh you know last year you were just extremely uh deep and and it's tricky trying to manage all that and that's what is is dicey when you're trying to how many pieces do we have? How many pieces can we keep happy? Is somebody going to get frustrated and bail out? I mean, all these different things. But uh, you you just really, really lack depth right now. That, that's quality depth. That is, uh, you know, that because think about that Kansas game last year, Callan, you, you, you know, in Lubbock, January the 8th, a year ago, no McCuller, no TJ Shannon play that night. And yet you beat Kansas, who was top 10 at the time. Because you had Warren Arms, uh, Williams, Santos Silva, Nadolny, who played out of his mind that night. I mean, you had a lot of guys that were old that stepped up that gave you what you needed, and uh, and it did you just don't really have that established right now, you're still searching. Yeah, the question my man
0: Jimi Hendrix is asking on the uh, album cover behind me Are you experienced? The answer is no, uh, for Texas Tech at this point in time. <laughs> I uh before we move away from the basketball conversation because we want to give Texas Tech basketball fans or Red Raiders in general a quick pick-me-up from this disappointing basketball conversation by talking about Texas Christian competing for a national championship. How about that? Yeah, and what it'll mean for the Big 12 conference possibly. <laughs> but before we get to that, how about this question, Chris? Did the better team that was in uniform Saturday night are are, are you
1: asking if if the did the better team win that was in uniform i mean i i so in other words we're the talking teams that lined up to play the game yeah i think the better team Sh- how, how disappointed should i yeah. even
0: be look i kind of so too man i know you gave away a home opportunity a great environment and, and you want to buck up and all that stuff but i almost feel like you play that game 10 times
1: with those two teams it may be 50 yeah, 50 and- at best Yeah, you're you because what I thought when when Oklahoma got up by about eleven or thirteen points and they really just started knocking down shots from the perimeter, I thought, uh uh-oh, this was what I was afraid was going to happen because they've got shooters. You know, people will say, "Hey, Oklahoma's not very good." Uh, they're they're they're, look, they may not be very good compared to everybody in the Big Twelve. However, nationally, I do think they're, they're they're pretty good. They beat Florida. They beat Seton Hall. They beat Ole Miss. Uh, they, they lost to Sam Houston State to start out the season. They lost to Texas by one point to start out conference play. They lost to Iowa State by three at home. I mean, it, it's, it's a, an above-average team. But when you – yeah, are they good? At, at, when you look at the Big 12, they're probably a lower-half team. But when they're complete and you're not, they're better than you. Uh, I, I think the – the discrepancy really is is the three-point shooting. I mean, I think they make nine threes. You made two. Yeah. That that really, if you want to, like, dumb down the game, that right there just sums it up. You just had no perimeter threat at all, and your two made threes were from Robert Jennings, his second of the entire season, and DeMorean Williams, who just, <laughs> you know, other than against Jackson State, hasn't shot many of those in a Red Raider uniform, and he does bury one at the end. But you were two of 18 and without a lot of, of true threat. And O'Banner just picked a night where usually he's good for for one or two of those. But he played 44 minutes, uh, uh, you know, against the Sooners. And it's just like I think he got tired and and all that. But that's really it because go back and look at Kansas. Kansas makes 11 threes against you. So we talk about no middle defense and, and you're struggling on defense. At times against Oklahoma, I thought you played pretty good and connected, but other times it was disjointed. You allowed drives and then just skip past to the corner. And if they're knocking them down, you're in trouble. And, and Oklahoma did that repeatedly. And that's kind of where the game was won, just a lot more firepower to, to not near enough. Well, you're going to need another – Uh,
0: superhuman kind of effort if you hope to uh, combat that Hilton magic as they go baggy sleeves on us typically from Ames, Iowa. We got some more time to discuss that matchup coming up, and we'll pivot up ahead. You thought that was a tough conversation. This is like the scene in the Old West where the guy gives you a shot of whip and a rag to bite on so you don't chew through your tongue. We're talking Texas Christian playing for the National Championship in football, American. I'm still having trouble processing it all. And even worse, if you're interested in a viable, healthy, vibrant Big 12 conference, should you be (laughs) rooting for them? (coughs) We provide some counsel coming up next on Locked On Texas. But first, today's episode brought to you by Bet. Online, Your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. So go there now to get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league in the world. Pro football playoffs, knocking at the door, college football national championship. We're getting to, it's happening. Are you ready? Big 12 hoops all the way to March Madness. Tiddlywinks, underwater basket weaving. I've offered this coverage to you before. Nobody's bought that show just yet, but they've got it right now at Bet online always the fastest and easiest way to keep up with your favorite events and your favorite teams your hq for live betting stats and scores now with more props odds and lines than ever before so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more with bet online game starts Glad to have you along for the ride on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day with Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan coming at you from the west side of the 100th Meridian where it's really going down. And uh, Chris, we're show with just an entirely uncomfortable conversation because while I'm not chant your conference's name at a football game fan just yet, I've never given two dams about the Big 12 outside of Lubbock, Texas. I do feel some compulsion as the Big 12 has been under assault from within. This is like your president lobbing a grenade at you whenever Texas says, sorry, boys, we're shutting the door. Feeling somewhat compelled to root for the conference. Unfortunately, as you and I sit here getting ready for the college football playoff national championship, that means the team that we share a state with in the Texas Christian Horn Frog, I know your dis burns burns white hot. Just lie whenever it comes to the college football national title game.
1: Yeah, th- this is this is uh, this has been interesting uh, for a lot of us uh, that follow this stuff closely. You know, uh, we I you know we know some of the people involved here and sunny uh being being directly involved uh but uh I, i'd be curious uh or so ultimately at the end of the day because the game is tonight are you who are you rooting for the conference in tcu or are you just kind of hey i'm just gonna watch if they win hey, great if they lose uh I, i'll you know s- such as life i mean what 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 is your At the end of the day, what is your true thought process about that game at SoFi Stadium tonight? Ain't cutting me a check either way, I guess. And I
0: think the conference, (laughs) if you have any care about the conference, has already made some argument by just getting to the national championship game. Uh, But but to answer your question, in like a semifinal setting, which is where I really – Enjoy disappointed Michigan fans. I love your Wolverine (laughs) tears. Like I truly enjoy that when that happens. And I found myself rooting for Sonny Dykes, Max Duggan, and Texas Christian. And I guess I should just go ahead and transfer that on to the national championship game, Chris, because who wouldn't love to see the SEC taken down? Now, from my Texas Tech perspective, because that's what matters to us, obviously that's what this little here says, locked on Texas Tech. I am fearless beat the best to be the best. If Texas Christian wins a national title and that keeps you from being as big and bad as you could be, well, you are never going to be big and bad in the first place is my general brave face motif. All right. (laughs) Do I really buy that entirely? I don't know, but I think that's what I'd tell my team. So I guess I'm saying i I'm, I'm wanting the frogs to win this. I just said that out loud. I did just say that out loud. Wow.
1: Yeah, you did. Yeah, because I mean, th- th- those are. There's a long winded answer for you. Well, and and that's a banner that flies for forever, and it's probably bigger than than most banner. Here's my other here's my other question because I've I've thought oh, about yeah. this too. Do we do we want to pretend that as a as a Texas Tech alum that when you were sitting there in Minneapolis, Minnesota, that. TCU fans were sitting at home rooting for you to finish off the University of Virginia and win a national championship? Or were they like, please, God, no, please don't let Texas Tech win a national championship. See, that's where, you know, uh, and, and I get the conference part. Uh, I, I get, I get the, the, you know, I, and I get, you know, I've known Sonny for a long, long time. He's, he's great people. Uh, talked to him before the game, uh, you know, in, in Fort Worth and we had a good conversation. Uh, but you know it it, it cuz this is this game basketball is a bit different it can be kind of quirky because of the tournament setting football is a bit different in that this is the hardest club to get membership to here okay it it's typically yeah. been a handful of blue blood teams say 8 to 10 over the last 30 to 40 years that have kind of taken turns playing for and winning this stuff um, you know, and even Clemson was kind of a new guy a couple of several years ago. They'd won one, I think, in the eighties, but they were kind of the new guy that kind of cracked the code and kind of started being in the mix regularly. But it, uh, you know, this is but this is a tough club to to get an invitation to, man. And if TCU pulls this off tonight, I mean, it it is you know, and they are because make no mistake, all the pressure is on Kirby Smart's team and Stetson Bennett. They were expected to be here and expected really to win it. And so and they're a heavy favorite. And you know, the the people have have kind of uh not enjoyed the TCU's playing with house money. This is gravy. No, they're they're you know, you, you hear a lot of uh that that's bothered that camp quite a bit, know that they're there to try to win this thing. Uh but uh I man, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could sit there and, and, and root for Root for, t- I, I I feel like this. Ultimately, I, this is this, in my heart of hearts because I'll be in Ames. Uh, I'll be in Ames tonight. Uh, but I, I I feel like I will ultimately really just sit back and just kind of watch it and just see how it plays out. I don't know if I'll be rooting for or against. I just kind of want to sit back and maybe it's a good game, maybe it's not. And there may be something early on in that game that somebody does that will kind of change my uh, my attitude. But I can't sit here in my heart of hearts and tell you. Oh man, I'm really rooting for TCU. I just can't do it. You know, I just, uh, it's not, that's not, I'd be lying to you if I said that. So, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. So number one, uh, number one
0: rooting interest for me is a great game. If Georgia, and, and so I don't want a Texas Christian loss at the expense of a great game. I'd rather have a great game uh, than a Georgia blowout 48-0 to zero over the Frogs just because I have some extreme dislike of the Frogs. If it was the Aggies, that'd be a different answer. And that's really where I'm cooking up my rooting interest. No BS. I think about all of these people that I've known as Aggies or Longhorns over the years and how much they care about their team being good or bad or how much they care about their team getting beaten by Texas Tech more often than not since what World War I don't know one of them. They were both a (laughs) long time ago. Uh, And I sit here and I think about Texas Christian in the same way. Wait, I mean, I try to. Because I've never known a Texas Christian fan. I've never known of Texas Christian fans to give a rat's ass what their teams are doing anyway. I have no heat cooked up. I really don't. We we fight over leather. It's a nice saddle. I like to keep the (laughs) saddle in West Texas and just like to win the game in general. But you've got a little bit more of a... a local beef oh, yeah. originating uh, from where you <laughs> grew up, right? I would imagine that I do.
1: Yeah, I, I know I know a lot of lot of folks uh you know and uh <laughs> yeah uh relatives fo uh, you know just just yeah a lot lot of lot of folks that uh that that went to uh TCU. So uh and that will be at this game uh tonight uh in person. So um but oof yeah, I know, I know, uh, but but this is the kind of the holy grail, man. You you win a national championship and uh, and I don't want to like discount baseball because that is a massive deal as well. But you know, winning a final four, winning a national championship of football, I mean, those are uh, you know, do I dare say they count different or that they're just they 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 make more news? They, uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. But. But it, it. It. And Sonny said it in his press conference. I mean, he's like, you know, I'm sure that there's people in Lubbock and Manhattan and then, you know, Ames or in Waco that are that are saying, hey, man, if we can do it, you know, then 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 or if they, or if they can do it, then we can do it too. And and there's that's probably true. And it's and it's going to be uh easier access here in a couple of years to get to this point. However you could make the argument that in some ways it's going to be harder to win it, uh, at, you know, in, in some ways, if you're, if you're one of those last teams to get in, because you've got to win three games, you know, to get in, whereas TCU is just, mm-hmm. and man, you, you, you just, you just look at those matchups and it, and so much was made about Michigan's offensive line and it just looked like it was MIA man. And you know, and their star running back, Blake Corum, was was hurt. Now they beat beat up uh Ohio State without him. But you know, maybe it was just that they caught a uh they, they got a great matchup, but Michigan was undefeated at the time, and you know, TCU just worked them, in my opinion. They were just clearly better, faster. And that's what TCU that's why yeah. you hear Joey McGuire preaching about wanting to sign and and in the pursuit of adding speed to his team because TCU has it in spades. They're fast everywhere. There's a variety of guys that can take it and go, and they're just gone. It's touchdown. Their defense is extremely fast. Uh, their scheme gives them a bit of an identity, and so uh, I think I think Georgia's going to have their hands full against the Horn Frogs uh, tonight. And I can again. It's shocking to to say that. And is there anything more? Uh, or less college football than Los Angeles at SoFi Stadium, where they don't allow tailgating and and all that. I mean, it just it is like there's nothing that suggests that this is not college football than playing it in Los Angeles. If you're not going to have it at the Rose Bowl or uh, wh- whatever the Coliseum or anything like that, no, you're playing at SoFi Stadium. No tailgating in the parking lot, folks. I mean, that is the most uncollege football thing ever.
0: Which is so perfect for college football's (laughs) silly-ass farcical postseason that is soon to be improved. Yeah, we're talking about the only building with a roof I've ever seen a lightning delay actually take place. That's true. It actually happened once upon a time. I think it was a Raiders-Chargers game, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Got a roof, lightning delay. Thought that's why we built the roof. Now forget about it. Don't ask questions and make you look stupid. Uh, I love to see national narratives crumble. I love to see media propaganda machines grind to a halt and that's exactly what happened when texas christian slapped around a blue blood from the big 10 so i guess to deliver that because that's what i love the most that has to mean texas christian is winning the game over georgia so that's what i'm angling for i just don't hate them quite enough personally on a personal level uh to really feel like that should rule above all so i'll say screw you texas christian best of luck in the college football playoff national championship. Uh Chris, could could I get all emotion aside? Could I get a pick out of you? Because I'm actually thinking the dogs are covering here if I had to actually deliver a pick. What do you think? I,
1: I, I think 13 and a half points is is 13 and a half points is way too much. Uh, I, I was and, and I think it may be even down oh, okay. to twelve and twelve and a half. Uh I, I think I think Georgia wins a really close game personally. I think this is like uh how, how about okay. How about thirty-three thirty Georgia? Yeah, and All I right. bet Georgia I like sweats it, it We're out. Going. Yeah, I bet Georgia sweats this one out just <laughs> like they did against Ohio State. I mean, again, TCU man, they're they're. I just think Duggan is kind of got this this it factor, and he just is not going to be rattled. He's not going to make many mistakes. It may not look pretty at times, uh, but I'm telling you, when Georgia gets out there, you know, and Kendra Miller. Playing or not playing is a big deal, though. I mean, if he can't go, that's that's a problem for for TCU. But uh, Amari mercado I think, is the young man's name. But went went for 150 yards against uh, Michigan in in you know relief of K- uh, an injured Kendra Miller. I know he's certainly uh, good too. And I think I think I've heard this story. His house is literally like within walking distance of SoFi Stadium. This is a kid who literally grew up and he and he walks out of his front yard and he can look at the. SoFi Stadium and the Forum in L.A. and all these different things. uh, That's how close he is to to that. So, uh, you know, from from growing up in L.A. to playing for a national championship, literally like five minutes away from your house, pretty cool. (laughs) I am uh,
0: insanely envious, was insanely envious watching the semifinal and how live that was. So I can't wait to be there with Joey McGuire in very, very short order. Uh, I'm sure, man. It's been a great playoff so far. Hope we have another wild and crazy game uh, as far as the national title game is concerned. And man, you take down the Big Ten, you take down the SEC as the Big 12. I'm just seeing like that scene where Elaine Bennis shows up to Sue Ellen Mishke's wedding in India and she's there with her jackass. Great, like the Big 12 busting in the door on the Big Ten in the SEC. There would be something sweet about that if they can actually pull it off. So, too early to tell as we have this conversation. And sh- and Can't wait to find out, though.
1: Shout out to uh, the candy bar heiress, uh, uh, Sue Ellen Mischke. Yes, yeah, she was, uh, yeah, the, the, their family was big candy, candy bar people, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right, yes. The uh, yes. O'Henry Henry heiress. There you go. I love it, love it. Ever try on the bra okay that's a different show <laughs> not locked on texas tech locked on Seinfeld. yeah still trying to sell that one as well hadn't got anybody to pick it up but i'm the man for one of those all right <laughs> thanks for making locked on texas tech your first listen on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts we hope that you'll make locked on basketball your second listen brand new podcasts out of the locked on podcast network stable everything to know about college hoops in one place on youtube or podcast chris i think the next time we talk uh you'll be in ames iowa getting set for big 12 contest number four for the red raiders travel safe man
1: that's right accurate uh i'll be in uh, ames with the red raiders but uh man keep hope alive appreciate you spend some time with me and uh enjoy the game tonight should be fun uh, a lot of pomp and circumstance With the Natty on the line, man, we'll see what happens if it's Big 12 or the SEC. That's right. We'll be back to discuss it
0: all and get ready for the next go-round. 2023 with Joey McGuire, the Red Raiders in the Big 12 Conference. Making an appearance in a way-too-early top 25 poll, could it be? We may get to that later on. (laughs) Wait and see. For Chris Level, I'm Casey Cowan, back here on the other side. We'll see you then on Locked on Texas Tech.